the views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, we're going to talk about fandom yeah. and what it means to be a fake fan. Yeah, absolutely. And we've touched base on this uh, before, just talking about being fake, whether yeah. it's social media, whatever it is. But with the areas in which people listen uh, on, on this show is a lot of our entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. a lot of parents. Uh, and so we want to elaborate yeah. um, because there's, there's some real stuff about this. Like I was surprised how much information there is about just fake fan. Right, because you hear the topic fake fan, okay, it's like you maybe your mind automatically goes to sports or yeah. something like that, and you like, okay. There's Which maybe, there is some funny stuff about that. <laughs> there there are, is funny stuff about uh, that. But you might be like, okay, there's an avenue or two to go down this, and you're right, we opened up an encyclopedia book yeah. on just of like topics on this well, And topic. I think people have turned it into just a term. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, bandwagon, fake fan. Right. But really there's like, there's actually like a market for it. There is. There's a market for fake fandom, for sure. which is so weird. Um, but before we dive into that, oh. super excited. Uh, you'll notice Josh and I are rocking some new hoodies. Uh, new sponsor. And uh, we're proud to introduce Serenity Home yep. Improvements. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Johnny Payne is the uh, owner and CEO of Serenity Home Improvements. Great guy. Fantastic product. For sure. Um, he's done some work for me and my mom. I know he works for some of the uh, largest realtors um, in Central Ohio. Yeah. Uh, does a lot of their important work. I mean, obviously, these people invest in these homes because they want to make the largest profit, so they bring in the best to do that. No doubt. Um, and Lincoln's going to throw up some stuff here. So uh, you can see one of the latest projects they just got completed with. And I think there's going to be a picture of Johnny up here, too. Um, so when you do call him, you can already match a face with a name. That's right. Um, but these guys cover everything. Um, I, I always tell Johnny, it, what surprises me about him is he has a little bit of everything. No job is too big. No job is too small. Okay. And they, they're an all-in-one. Uh, right. Whether you just need a simple room remodel, a whole house, right. uh, exterior, HVAC, plumbing. His crew, they're professional. They're quick. And uh, one of the most impressive things for most people is, is they're affordable. Yeah. I mean, Johnny just wants to give you the best product. No doubt. And like he says, he, um, he wants to give you the peace that you deserve. For sure. You know, investing in your home is one of your greatest investments, and he just wants to be a part of that and make it right. Yeah. Uh, so you can be happy living in your home. So we're really excited to be working with them. Uh, Serenity Home Improvements, you can call Johnny at 740-390-8773. Yep. You can find him on Facebook. And I believe now you can find them at uh, SerenityHomeImprovements.com. Oh, Newer site, right? I think Newer site. Okay. Um, so everything's coming up on that. Good. But yeah. Yeah, I, had, so. I actually had the opportunity to meet Johnny um, yeah. the other day. And fantastic guy. Uh, super relatable. Um, you know, sometimes when you go into, you know, maybe a home improvement and you're not yeah. super familiar and like the terminology or what needs to be done. He seems like a very easy, easy guy to talk to, yeah. um, easy going and very knowledgeable, obviously about the field and can direct you, um, and maybe offer some insight if you need some direction on, you know, what should I do with this project or how, how should we go about it? And, you know, like Mark said, he's going to offer you the best price and the best work. Yeah. Um, and, and they're going to do it in a timely manner. Yeah. Um, you know, so which these, is, which is honestly hard to find. In it this is, field. it is. It really is. Uh, his, his crew's got years upon years upon years of experience. Yeah. Um, and the nice thing about Johnny is he's not one of those CEO owners that is there to walk you through and then he right. disappears. Um, no, he's on the job. 
He's yep. on the job. He's working yep. with homeowner, making sure that you're happy. And his it, and his guys aren't taking shortcuts. No, because I've seen that in in home improvement fields where you know yep. maybe the, the boss man walks away and guys are taking well, shortcuts. Well, and even you were on the latest project he did for my mom. Yeah, and you saw how well his work, his craftsmanship it's, is it's just top notch. Yeah. Um. So very excited to have him on board. Yeah. Uh, we look forward to working with him for a long time. So, uh, yeah. Serenity Home Improvements. Um. Get a hold of Johnny. Uh, look him up, follow him on Facebook, whatever you need. And uh, if you have a project coming up, he'd be the guy I'd call. No doubt. Yeah, yep. absolutely. No doubt. So diving into today's topic, uh, you know, this fake fan. If, if you actually look it up, uh, there's a lot of information how this has become a mainstream thing. Right. And really, I don't know how it kind of laid on us to talk about it, but it seems like it's laying yeah. on a lot of people. It's definitely popular in media right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts this morning, which was uh, weird because it seemed like we we're in line with them. Um, and they were talking about there. It's an entrepreneurial podcast. And they were talking about how entrepreneurs now are taking every shortcut to try to hit it big. Mm-hmm. And I think where people are making the mistake is, is not realizing you may gain a little movement with your shortcuts, but in the long term, it's going to hurt you. It does. And we've seen studies. I mean, an article that we're going to actually talk about here, um, three major points that they've seen uh, companies, more so via social media, have taken almost a step or two backwards of trying to take a step or two forward. And in the long run, like you said, it's been hurting these companies. Well, I didn't. I mean, you know that I'm, and most of our listeners at this point in time know that I'm really social media literate, uh, which I choose to be. I didn't realize you can buy subscribers, followers. You can buy that. It's like a bundle. Yeah. So no different. We've talked, we've touched with this a while ago on the show about fake followers. Yes. Um, and I and I alluded to the point that there are people out there that are literally increasing their following count. Um, but where really where you, it becomes obvious is when you go look at a, a content that they're producing. Correct. And you see that their engagement on a particular piece of content Correct. is doesn't match uh, their following. So, I mean, this article talked about, and it's so true, and I, I noticed it with myself being so heavily involved with the social media aspect of marketing that us Social media users, we're getting we're getting smart. We 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 can I can call your BS out, and I recognize it like right away, right away. And it, it, it might, maybe when social media first so released, you're talking like this. this let's say there's a, a mythical company, and they have let's say they they have a hundred thousand followers. Sure, but yet you're saying when they tweet something or snap something, or if it's on Instagram. They only have like 10 likes. Correct. You're saying yes. instantly that's a red flag. Oh, it's a red flag right away. <coughs> okay. Yeah, because not only do I know like, like that just doesn't make sense mathematically, okay. um, you know, that starts telling me a lot of other things about this company that um, they're, what are they selling me over the phone or what are they selling me you know, via social media because you're already trying to trick me that yes. you're following your clout isn't what it says it is. Um, and so for, for, for a user or, you know, so someone deception. of that company, it's deception. It's, it is deception. Okay. Um, and you know, that's the one, the b- growing multiple, um, businesses, you know, via social media, like I'm currently actually doing, that is one thing that I've always, I've never even entertained because I've always been that outside outsider looking in on these companies being like, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And my perception now of you as a company changes automatically. And as a person, there's well, a I lot was of, surprised how easy it was. Like to, I'm, I'm an idiot. Followers. I'm yeah. an idiot, and it didn't take five seconds, and I could have bought yeah. a thousand followers for four ninety. You could have been really <laughs> important. I was like, "This is legit." Yeah, I'm I, like, "This is a real thing." 
it, it, it is, unfortunately. Yeah, it's too easy. <laughs> it's too easy. But, you know. It's so funny, though. In my mind, it's so funny because at the end of the day, I don't know. I'm old school. I know you're raised old school. Right. Um, at the end of the day, your product speaks for itself. Yeah. But we are, we're literally, I, I tell people the time, we live in the Walmart generation. For sure. I want it now. I want it cheaper. Okay. And I don't want to wait for it. Yeah. And oh, so, they, yeah. so the, hey, guys, you, you started Twitter today, and wow, no one's ever heard of you, but you have 250,000 250, followers. Yeah. Wow. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, good for you. Like, like, is that how you feel good about yourself? Well, whoever first did this, whoever created some <clears throat> kind of algorithm, be like, okay, you purchase this for X dollars, you get this X many dollars, or you get this X many followers as a genius, honestly. Because oh, sure. what they did was they recognized, okay, we're living in a culture and society of instant gratification. We're like, how can we get instant results for these individuals that are on these platforms. Well, they capitalized right? on the human insecurity. <laughs> exactly. I mean, That's like, all it is. seriously, someone was being revolutionary. They're like, yeah. look, there's, a, there's obviously a lot of people out there. This is what they're concerned about. Yeah. The crazy part is, is this is how they value themselves. Right. I'm going to maximize on well, it. Well, what you're doing, though, you're, you're honestly, you're diluting the experience, though, for your real fans. 100%. Because it... Well, it, you're drowning them out. You are. You, yeah. And you can't... You, you're not able to recognize who's a real follower and whatnot. Because you see you have X followers. And, and for me, it's super, super important to engage with our current and to have engagement. Yeah. You know, personal engagement via social media or via cell phone with, you know, our current followers, whether it's social media deliberately linked uh, or, excuse me, Visionary Meals deliberately linked or Visionary Athletics. I am constantly trying to engage with these customers. Yes. And you can't do that when you have tens of thousands of fake followers to sift through uh, because you can't recognize who's actually real and who's not. Well, I know one thing um, that Lincoln does for us, and Lincoln is our producer, Tip Hat Media. Mm -hmm. God love them. Yep. This is, this is the extent Lincoln goes for us, okay? It's, it's not just the videoing and the breaking down. He actually breaks down minutes, listening, downloads, subscribers, yep. uh, the hours in which people listen. And I tell you what, I, I was unaware of all that, but I appreciate it because it shows uh, time to improve. Uh, how is our data getting out there? Who's uh -huh. listening? What demographics are listening? Correct. All that information. And if you and I were out purchasing subscribers or followers, right? none of that data would actually match. So exactly. how are we supposed to improve? Exactly. And that's what a lot of these companies, that's what, when we kind of said that they're trying to take these steps forward, but really they're taking these steps back because when they go at the end of the month, the end of each quarter or whatever it might be to evaluate their numbers, yeah. 50, 60, 70, 80% of them aren't real numbers. So yeah. how can you realistically look at your analytics that way and to know what's true and what's not true? Yeah, and no, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, just, it's honestly... Well, and the reality is... is as a fan, you know, fan has been around a long time, yeah. obviously. I think really the, the fan was a coined term like in the 19th century. So it's been around yeah, a while for sure. to be a fan of something. Uh, and that just basically means you have a, a strong interest or an admiration uh -huh. of a thing or a person. Um, and we're, we're all fans of things. I'm, fans yeah. of, I'm a fan of Jesus. For sure. Okay? Um, so we think about that. And what happens is it's stuff like this that even takes away... Um, really the value of being a fan. It does. You know, because you hear it so much, and then you're like, I really don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even, even then, it just takes away from the whole experience. And I, I think, not, I mean, we've talked about it. Marketing is so important. Is. And social media has created a great platform it's for amazing. that, yeah. which now it seems like it's being, <laughs> it's being molested in a very bad way. It so you really don't even is. know. Mm -hmm. You don't even know. But... I guess one of my biggest concerns as not an entrepreneur, but being so close with you and knowing, um, I, I, mean, I know a lot of entrepreneurs and at different levels. I mean, guys that are multimillionaires. Yeah. 
I think about how important your guys' brand is to you. It is. And yeah, you're, you're actually, you're coming to a great point. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, yeah, go ahead. I, I just, I know, it's like my children. Mm-hmm. My children are super important to me. And I tell my kids all the time, you guys are a direct reflection of your mother and I. For sure. So if, if you're a child and you're listening to this, understand that your actions, whether you mean to or not at the end of the day, um, they do. They fall back and, and the responsibility of your actions fall on your parents, especially if you're a minor. Yeah. Um, that's just how it works. That's not really that much different than an entrepreneur's brand. Yeah. His brand is like his child mm-hmm. and it reflects him. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a great risk that you're taking that maybe one of these, um, I don't know what, they, what you guys call them, burner accounts. Okay. One yeah. of these fake accounts yeah. or burner accounts. They could say some stuff on there. It goes all over your feeds. Yeah. And now that's a reflection of you. I mean, we For see sure. it with a lot of these uh, athletes that are getting recruited and about to be drafted into the highest stage. Right. Someone goes back to something stupid they said in seventh grade. For and sure. now, now you have a you take a 13-year-old kid who's now a 22-year-old kid and you make a direct connection, yeah. which obviously the kid's probably hopefully matured over the nine years, but now that's a reflection of him. It is. And yeah. No, I Mark, you were you were you're you're hitting such a good point there on, you know, these these brands are such a reflection of, yeah. you know, ourselves. And um, you know, creating a brand is extremely hard. I mean, it's very, very hard. I mean, I myself have created you know, created one, well, two really with, you know, delivery LinkedIn, actually visionary athletics that I haven't talked a lot about um, is, is in the process. So like we both are currently creating brands yeah. and the challenge of that, um, it really does, it really comes down to, you know, not getting um, sucked into the fakeness of creating a brand because you, you do, more so speaking social media right now, when, you know, it would be super easy for us to go compare our delivery link page um, to a lot of other social media sure. podcast pages. It'd be super easy for Visionary Meals to be compared to a lot of other meal prep companies sure. out there. And the, the, the challenge of that is, okay, when you click on these other pages and you see they have X followers, you're like, well, I want us to have, you know, yes. that clout. I want us yes. to look that way because... When our customers, and because the reason that these companies are doing that is when people click on their, their page and they view their page, it's, 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 it's easy, like psychology, because when you see, okay, this person has X followers and it's a, a big number, they must be important. They, sure. must, they, must, they must be very established. They must be a winning company. Look for the check mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, look for the check mark. No, no, no doubt. But like when you see a company that has, you know, maybe not as many followers compared to another company, you're like, well, are they really, did, did, should I really give them my money? Like, yeah. are they, do they actually know what they're doing? And unfortunately, you know, society, we've trained ourselves to, to put certain companies on spe- pedestals versus yeah. compared to how many followers they have. Well, and I think too, we're, I, I know for me personally, and this is, I mean, obviously this is slightly different. I almost don't buy anything without looking for the reviews. For sure. But I find, and, and now you can buy reviews. <laughs> yeah, so that's, unfor- that. that's unfortunate. But I, that's what we do. We research. We yeah. research. If, if you don't know somebody, which we say this all the time, the best marketing is word of mouth. Yeah. And we were just talking about this. A lot of the content we get back from our show is word of mouth. Yeah. Like random people that we've never met, we don't know. And, you know, they listen in the area in which we live. And we do a lot of business in the areas in which we live. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll notice us. And, I mean, we do similarly look like our pictures. And they're <laughs> like, hey, you're that guy from the podcast. Right. And then, you know, people will fill us in. I love that. Oh, I know. It's great. Um, I absolutely love it. And because I know it's authentic. Correct. 
you know, we get stuff online. I'm not saying our online stuff's not authentic, um, but when you see it with other companies, you wonder now. Mm-hmm. Now you have that in the back of your mind, yeah. and it's just it's just a bad place to be. But I think I think that we've as a society we've put ourselves there because we are a very impatient society. Right. So we're willing to make these very risky sacrifices. We are, yeah. No, and guys, since we have touched on this, I mean, we're not going to make it strictly entrepreneurship and business-minded, but we uh, we did want to hit that point and hit, hit home on that because yeah. as a business owner, as our entrepreneurs, because we have such a large platform of business owners and entrepreneurs on this show, just the 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 realness of, of you... Uh, um, being authentic. And being authentic, yeah. guys, is, is really the most important thing because I promise you it's going to take you a lot farther than that instant gratification well, of we have ex-followers. Like I said, I was, and I'll, I'm, I'll give him a shout out. Um, Corey Gregory is a close friend of mine. Um, he, he's now on his, I don't know how many companies he's grown, mm-hmm. uh, but he's been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. Yeah. And he's grown some world-renowned companies. Right. Okay. And I listen to his podcast because I, obviously I support him, but I also get a lot from it. For sure. And no that's doubt. what they were taught. Their topic was patience and how all these entrepreneurs, they, they think that they're going to wake up tomorrow create an Instagram or a Twitter account uh-huh. or a Facebook account or a website, and then boom, it goes off like that. And he's sitting there saying, you know, look, folks, sometimes it does take longer to develop, right. but what you're looking for is you're not looking for the quick hit. What you're looking for is longevity. For sure. Because longevity is where success comes. Mm-hmm. So if you, and he even said, he goes, for the first 10, 15 years, it was all about sacrifice. Right. It was all about sacrifice. He goes, now I reap the rewards, but you build things up slowly. And when you build things up slowly, the customers that you create, the relationships that you create, the real relationships that you create, they stay with you. Yes. And that yes. is how you maximize your brand. That's how you maximize your passion, your vision, because now you have all these authentic individuals who are supporting you. Correct. Well, Mark, and I think that kind of rolls us into a perfect time in the show because, yeah. you know, as, <clears throat> as I was diving into this topic, I was, I was it just... Uh, it just organically led me <clears throat> into this question. And, and, you know, I think the real question is not, not, not necessarily the difference between fake fans or real fans or whatever you want to categorize it, but fake fans versus loyal fans. Yeah. And, and the loyalty, um, you know, of your fans and, and kind of and kind of what that means, you know, a, a real fan, you know, goes to a, a local pizza place because it's convenient or yeah. something like that. Um, you know, a loyal fan is going to go to that local pizza place because it's family owned, because they love the integrity. They'll go the out of their way. And the, exactly. They'll go yeah. out of their way because it's the, 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 the morals of that co- company and, and, and it's family owned. And, you know, I think I think that's really where we start diving into, um, you know, the difference of this topic of just, you know, fans versus you know, what a true loyal fan is. Yeah. Um, and, and, and kind of an interesting point in the show, you know, just the importance, I think, of growing that loyalty. Uh, well, you with can't your buy loyalty. You can't. And you it's, cannot buy loyalty. You, you, were, you were going to it in a perfect direction, Mark, on, on how it just takes time. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes patience. Um, and, you know, it gives me, honestly, some, you know, comfort as, you know, I'm growing a, a company, an upcoming company that, you know, obviously everyone wants to hit that home run. Yeah. You know, everyone wants that home run overnight, but it, it doesn't necessarily come when you want it to. And luckily, no, actually, unluckily, you're horrible at patience. So this is, this <laughs> yeah. is a really good lesson for you. It, I am horrible <laughs> at patience because I, I want it I want it now. Um, I just... I myself have been able to, and you know, honestly, the other really, really important thing about um, taking time to grow something really, really special is 
you know, when you first launch a company, you would like to think you have everything yeah. how it should be when you first launch. But let's be real. There is a ton of perfecting oh. along the line. Well, it's never ending. It, it is e- never even ending. on Even on this show, you and I every week yeah, are sure. learning new things and doing new things and changing little things here and there. Yeah. And I hope our viewers and listeners, uh, uh, they see that and they understand that because you don't just sit down, start a podcast, and have it figured out. For sure. I mean, whether it be from your topic to your research to yeah. how we function, yeah. um, to your equipment, how to, to work your equipment. what you bring, what I bring. Absolutely. I mean, it takes time. It does. It do- and, and that You do, I think, I, I do believe you get to a point where, and you, you know, in the company where you're like, you know, obviously we're still tweaking things you yeah. know, as we go, but you do finally hit this, like, peak of, like, okay, we've, we've got the main things figured out. Like we, we are seeing our company grow exponentially by the process that we are doing it. We, we are as efficient as we can be. Our, our margins are as tight as we are, big or tight, however you want to say it, as, as they can be, as best as they can be. Um, and, you know, so that's the time that it takes. And building that loyalty amongst your fans is so, so important for that because the longevity, like you said, Marcus, yes. it's, it's not what kind of fans that you can create now that are just – fans but it's the the type of fans that you can create that are loyal fans that no matter what kind of pinch they're in they're going to go get your product i don't care if it's on amazon and it's that much accessible and that actually brings up another good point is amazon there's so many products out there on amazon that you could easily get in one to two days of shipping but are you going to be that customer you're like nope i have a supplement shop that you know i i support that i support i do do that now and i unfortunately i think you know i think i will spend a little bit more for it Correct. Yeah. And, and, and you almost, you're going to. That is the unfortunate part that you do have to be like, okay, I'm loyal to this, this store. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm willing to spend the extra Well, there's a local dollars. pizzeria here that you and I both um, yes. do our business at. Yep. And don't get me wrong. I've had better pizza. For sure. But I'm dedicated to that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, don't get me wrong. It's great pizza. Oh, yeah. I love their pizza. Love it. Yeah. But I'm saying, and they don't deliver. Yeah. I have to drive in and get it, yeah. and I spend a little bit more. Yeah. But I do it because, A, I support the family. Right. I love what they stand for, mm-hmm. and, and that's just what you do. Right. That's exactly what you do. I think, I think talking specifically to our entrepreneurs, I am not an entrepreneur. I'll tell you I'm an entrepreneur. Um, but where, I, where I, Josh knows the realm I work in, I work in mental health. I work in mental thought process, yeah. and it's all those years of coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, and, th- and probably your medical or in, well, uh, firefighting. Yeah, and, well, yeah, that's a whole other component. Yeah. Um, but what I always tell these young people who have these visions and these passions, understand that it is the adversity, it is the grind mm-hmm. that creates experience. And it is that experience that when, like Josh said, you get to a point not where you're comfortable, no. but where you're confident. That, hey, no matter what happens, I now am equipped to be able to handle it. Correct. So it takes away a lot of that stress and alleviates a lot of the anxiety yeah. because you've lived it, you've experienced it. So no matter what happens now, I can handle it. Yeah. And that's where you get to. I don't think you ever get to a point where you're like, I can just sit back and, you know, this wheel will never squeak again and we're gone. Right. It's never going to happen. But if you've done it the right way and you've gone it through with the patience and you've worked through everything and you've put in the time, now you've created this encyclopedia of experiences. You know who your vendors are. You know which uh, vendors you can trust. You know what shipping is going to be. You know where all those angles are going to come from. This is what happens when, you know, this doesn't go right. right. I now know how to handle that. Yeah. No, that, that's good. No, that's really good. Um, you know, so um, entrepreneurs, again, build your brand. Yeah. Take your time. Um, you know, be patient. Be Absolutely. Patient because that's huge. So kind of moving along through the entrepreneur yep. slash business side of it, I kind of want to get um, – um, let's let's be get let's get a little bit more relatable um, to to some of our people out there and what it kind of means to be 
um, a fake fan versus maybe versus a loyal fan or like fake fan well, I versus think that, bandwagon. <laughs> I think this applies um, to many different demographics in life. Yeah. Whether it, whether it be as uh, friendships, whether it be as parents, um, your local high school sports to your your college athletics. Mm-hmm. I think this applies in a lot of different avenues. I, yeah. Um, because you may not be you may not be buying likes. But my question is, is are you diluting your relationships? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I you like know, and, and, and you use the word loyalty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if loyalty anymore, um, sadly, is, is a very popular thing. It's hard um, to and, find. And, and, yeah. And, and that goes back to friendships and I really focus on parenting. Um, I, I, think, I think an avenue that we get into as parents is, um, and you got to remember too, fan is, is shortened for fanatic. Mm-hmm. And we got to be careful there. Because uh, when you're a fanatic, um, that doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that um, you're actually uh, acting or thinking appropriately. That, that sometimes what I call that is now blind fandom. Right. Okay. No matter what happens, I'm going to be over the top for this. Yeah. But here's, here's where you get into trouble. Um, if you're not being honest, if you're not being loyal, and by not being loyal, that means that you're not being honest. Correct. In my book. So we're just going to stick with loyalty. If you're not being loyal, that means you're not giving the honest opinion. You're not, and that on both sides, whether it's good or it's bad, okay. you're diluting that relationship. Yeah. And if you're a parent and that's your child, you're hurting that child. Okay. If you're, not, if you're not being loyal to your child and being honest with them and telling them these are the things, you're, these are your strong suits, these are your weak points, right. and you're just being that fanatic in their ear, eventually what happens is that child runs into someone who is honest. Mm-hmm. And then they get to reflect upon their relationship with you and wonder, and wonder all those years, were my parents being honest with me? Yeah. So now everything that you say to them, they think, I don't know if they're being honest or just telling me what I want to hear. Right. Well, on that topic, Mark, I, I saw it a lot when, uh, when I went and played college ball. You know, yeah. uh, 80, 90 freshmen show up um, coming from their hometown, being the top dog from their hometown, being coming from a lot of families that told them, hey, Growing up your entire life, you're going to play Division One. You're yeah. going to do this. You're going to be the best this, X this, whatever it might be. And they show up to Division Three football, and they get punched in the mouth the first week of camp. And and, and guys They're are on the midnight train. Yeah, guys are either dipping out, um, or you're just you're seeing a side of just aside from an athlete that you would just never expect to see on the football field of just unsportsmanship and just you know. Almost. And it's that frustration coming out. Yeah, like what do you mean? Like I, I can't start. Or what do you mean? Like I just got tackle in the backfield because that never happened where I came from because you, your whole life you grew up getting told you're the best and, and your shit don't stink. And that's just yeah. not always the that's No, and, and, and that, that comes with being a fake fan. It does. Yeah. Um, you know, we as parents are fans of our children. You have, um, but there's a difference between being a fan of your child uh, versus, you know, and telling them what they want to hear versus telling them what they need to hear. Correct. And I think we, we get away with that. We, we, we've gotten so far away from being honest because we don't want to hurt their feelings or we don't want to burst their bubble per se. And I, don't, I, I think there's a right way and a wrong way. I mean, obviously, obviously you can go into your child's room and you can just destroy their entire dream. Right. You can if you're a jerk. Yeah, it's not a or you can go in and you can have a realistic conversation. We're not talking about sitting down with an eight and a nine-year-old. No. You know, my eight-year-old right now tell me she wants to be a unicorn. Right. That's fine, honey. You can hold on to that dream as long as you want. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I have two 16-year-olds. They have dreams and visions for themselves. But I'll for be sure. the first one. If that's what you want to do, X, Y, and Z. And if you're not in the position you want to be, are you doing X, Y, Correct. and Z? Correct. This is what you want. What are you doing to get Correct. there? Correct. 
you know, my growing up, my mom was my biggest fan. And sure, you know, mom, still is. Mom, I love you. <laughs> You're amazing. Yeah, she really still is. And, and she has always encouraged me um, for my dreams. And I think that's yes. a key word, the encouragement. It's not like, hey, Josh, um, I think you have a fantastic plan, a fantastic dream. Um, you know, I, th- I think, you know, I believe in you or this and that. It's, there's a deeper encouragement from her that came along the line of like, no, not, not her saying, I know you're going to do this, but almost cheering me on. I mean, she'll, she'll even agree to this. She's, she's always been our biggest cheerleader. Um, and I think that's so important from parents, like Mark was saying, um, to, to be that, that realistic soundboard, um, but, but almost, you know, have that encouragement, but almost have that time to sit down and be like, okay, if, if this is truly what you want, this is what we're going to have well, to I mean, do to I, get there. I, I aren't having that conversation. No, and I'll give you a prime example. I mean, it was like World War III in our home. I mean, it was bad. Uh, we have an oldest son, just turned 20 last week. Happy birthday, Jacob. We love you. Um, when Jacob was in high school, incredible athlete. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, he has his mother's stature. Okay? <laughs> so he's not very tall. Right. All three of our boys growing up wanted to be quarterbacks. Who doesn't? It's quarterback league. Everybody loves quarterbacks. all they ever talk about. Right. Okay? Right. Everybody wanted to be a quarterback. And I remember, you know, Jacob's freshman year, he's like, I want to be a quarterback, I want to be a quarterback, I want to be a quarterback. And his natural, his natural position on the field was free safety. Mm-hmm. He had a great eye for the ball. He hit like a freaking brick yeah. hammer, yeah. just a stud at it. And I, I would tell him all the time, hey, Jacob, let's focus on what we're good at. Let's focus on what we're good at. Well, finally, as a sophomore, I just told him. I was like, buddy, you'll never be a good quarterback. It's just not gonna happen. And man, mama was mad. Oh yeah. Like mama was not happy. What do you mean she, you're crushing my kids? And that, and that's what she said. She's like, you're basically crushing his dream. I'm not crushing his dream. What I'm telling him in is, is there's 22 positions on a football field. He's very good at one of them, yeah. but he's putting all his focus on something that he'll never be more than mediocre at. Right. Why would we not focus all that energy onto the thing he's already good at? And make that the best. For sure. Okay. That's what I was saying. Right. And that's how I explained that to him. I mean, in many details. Yeah. Okay. It's not always good and easy to hear. And I think it was even harder because he has a middle brother who Blake is built like me. He's, you know, he's six foot two. He's 185 pounds. He's got a cannon for an arm. For sure. That's what he's good at. Right. We also have a third son who's built like a freaking shed. <laughs> I mean, he, he's Shut a Mongo. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I, and so she finally got it after a little bit and she understood they're they're all different yeah they're all different they all have strengths of they have weaknesses i would never encourage my child to rid himself of a strength to focus on a weakness correct there is time to improve weaknesses you should always put time into Uh your weaknesses but that does not mean you deprive your strengths and that's what was occurring yeah it's no different than our youngest boy I mean, Cohen always wanted to be this skill position player. Cohen, you're a D-end if I've ever seen one. <laughs> it looks great hands. But... He does. But, I mean, well, he, he works out with a quarterback every day. He better have right. good hands. Right. But, I mean, it's like they put you in a mold, Cohen, and typed in defensive end, and then, boom, you popped out. Yeah. I mean, that's just who you are. Right. Embrace that. For sure. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to fill a role on a team. Right. If you're an entrepreneur, you're doing the same thing. You're trying to fill in a team, and you want the best people at the best positions. Yeah. Parents... Support that. Correct. Well, Mark, you're you're hitting. You're, it's perfect because speaking to our parents right now, we we already talked about the experience side of entrepreneurship and starting a business and and that experience over time and knowing you know yes. you know ten years down the road, okay, don't do that because it didn't work. Well, parents, it's the same thing. You guys have been there. So as parents, I'm not saying you know parents know everything or going to have the answer all the time. Correct. But you have had that experience, so you should be able to recognize the situation. And be like, hey, Johnny, hey, Sally, whoever they might be. 
let's let's take a different angle. Let's take a different well, direction on this because gets, I already know what's going to happen. Well, yeah, and it gets twisted. Even if you even if you're not fully confident what happens, here's what here's where it gets twisted. The parents like, no, I, I want my kid to fulfill all their dreams. As do we all, right? As do we all. But here's where it gets twisted. You think by giving blind support, yeah. blind fandom, right. you're giving your child the best thing they can be. And what you should do is just be honest and be loyal to who they are and say, let's exploit your strengths yeah. Yeah. and let's do that. Because 10 years down the road, don't look back and have regrets and say, why did you let me waste time on that? Exactly. Well, and that's the thing. We've already hit on this and we hit it again because they eventually are, if you are that fake fan to your child... They're, and they pursue whatever they want to pursue, yeah. and they get punched in the mouth because you know their whole life they they grew up saying this. They're going to look at you and say, this. "You lied to me." Why didn't you tell me different, mom and they're, dad? I thought gonna, you knew everything. Yeah, they're going to look at two things are going to happen. Either a, they're going to become just like you, right? And then they're going to complain that the world isn't fair and it was all against them. Yeah, that's that's number one. Or two, they're going to look at you and say, "Why did you lie to me all those years? Why didn't you steer me in this direction?" <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, parenting—that's your job. Parenting right. is coaching. Yeah, and well, when and when you coach. Your coaching is, is I need to take, this is what we do as coaches. I need to look at a kid and say, this is your potential. These are your abilities. And I need to figure out a way to heighten those and make them the most. Well, I think we do that with our kids. I think big, even bigger picture speaking, this is where we see a lot of individuals step out in the real world and become miserable in a career that they're in. Because this also falls into line of, um, you know, mommy and daddy having a certain career and, you know, their son should or daughter should follow suit in that career. In the footsteps, 100%. And, and, you know, you see, for some reason, I don't know, I see it a lot in, um, you know, the field of, you know, lawyer, uh, yep. being a lawyer. I see it a lot, you know, see medical a lot field. in the medical field um, and, w- and whatever else it might be. It's it's scary because a lot of these kids, you know, they, they almost don't have another route of encouragement of maybe, you know, I could do this. And, Ten years down the road, they're sitting in a in a career. They're sitting in an office. Be like, man, this is this I is not miserable. what I want to do. I'm, I'm miserable. miserable. I'm miserable, and that's because we failed to be honest with them. Right. I mean, all of my kids are going into different avenues. Um, they all have different passions. But Heather and I, we've always sat down, and when we look at our children, we never look at them as one mold. Right. I mean, and you know, all my kids, they all have different uniquenesses about For them. Sure. We just support those uniquenesses. Correct. And when they get out of line, we try to bring them back. Here's your strengths. So These are the areas it. you're good at. Let's, and we work on that. And we focus on that. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll say it and I'll say it again. That doesn't mean we ignore the weaknesses. How can we build these weaknesses up? And if one of your dreams includes one of your weaknesses, okay, how does that fit into the big plan? Yeah. But what we never do is we never sacrifice anybody else for those. And we never sacrifice the whole goal of that. You don't right. sacrifice the vision. Correct. You don't Correct. do it. No. And if you're giving blind support, if you're being a fanatic and there's a lot of fanatic parents out there with their mm-hmm. children, you're not helping them. You think you're helping them, and you're part of the problem where these kids get into think, this thought process that high school is the best four years of their life. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I'm here to tell you. Oh, it, gosh. It's probably the fastest four years it of their lives, we just were but it ain't, it ain't the best, especially not if you're not helping these, child, these children prepare, whether it's in the arts, whether it's in music, whatever yeah. it is, or even if it's just academics. Yeah. If, and I've seen, man, I worked in the schools for a long time. I've seen these parents push these kids into classes these kids have no desire in. What are you doing? Right. And why are you doing that? Yeah. I mean, all you're doing is harming them. Yeah, for sure. It's just ridiculous. Let, let these kids be kids. Let them fulfill their potential and the best of their abilities and the areas in which they're the best at. And stop being a fake fan because uh, it's something that you want. 
Right, <laughs> right. It's something you want. Yeah, and that's why that's why you see these individuals ten years down the road miserable. Absolutely, because it's what mommy and daddy. Yeah, wanted. and I I know we use sports analogies on this show all the time. For those of you guys who hate it, I apologize. But the truth is, is sports directly correlate to life. They do. Um, they really, really do. And honestly, they're easy to understand. I mean, it is what mm-hmm. it is. But I mean, there's so many different levels. Josh, you're telling a funny story. I want you to tell the story. <laughs> Because um, when oh, you Google fake fan, like yeah. so much stuff comes up about this guy that went just, to these professional. Yeah, okay. it's just super funny. <laughs> it, no, and it's so true though because this is the difference between loyalty and bandwagon. So there was this this YouTube show. This guy would go to these professional games um, outside the stadiums before all these fans <laughs> would walk in uh, to watch their favorite team play and perform. Oh, and, they're decked out in jerseys and everything. I mean, yeah. head to toe, literally. And he would go up to him. He'd say, so how long have you guys, been, how long have you been a fan? And they'd be like, oh, 15, 20 years, like acting like they're diehard fans. So and he would be like, oh, that's fantastic. So he'd just start asking them some really basic questions. <laughs> and one of the, you know, it's stuff just like, you know, so one of the questions that I just thought was hilarious. So it was a, it was a Cavs game um, and a Warriors game. And he was outside the, the, the stadium, or the, the, the court as, before the fans walked in, and he was interviewing this one fan. And he goes, Cleveland, in, a, or a Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Yeah, but Cav yeah. fan. And he goes, um, So, you know, as you heard, um, Kevin James is. Who is an actor, by the way. He's an actor. He played uh, in the movie Paul Blart, uh, or Mall Mall Cop, Cop, but as yeah. Paul Blart. And he goes, So, Kevin James, you know, LeBron James' brother is, you know, finally getting to take the, take the court with his brother. Like, what, what do you think about this experience? Like, do you think he's going to be a co- competitor scorer like LeBron was? And this fan was like, You know, I, I don't think he's going to score as well as LeBron as his brother, but I think they're going to have really good chemistry on the court. He doesn't even have a brother. I know. And just, like it's like come on man like are you a fan or are you fan? like bandwagon or what so real real quickly i'm a <laughs> lifelong cleveland browns fan okay yes oh good point okay, okay. Good lifelong topic. cleveland browns fan we have um minus my early early childhood late 80s we yeah. have been horrible yeah except for bill belichick we thank you 1995 11 and 5 should have kept you forever um we could have been so good <laughs> but anyways so for most of my life though they've been horrible mm-hmm. i'm still a huge fan yeah. And do you know where else I give credit? That stadium's always packed. It really is, yeah. I mean, these are teams that have gone 0-16, and, and the stadium's packed. Talk about a loyal fan base. It, it just is. It, I mean, people are getting tattooed uh, that they're going to win the Super Bowl <laughs> in 2020 because of their successful hey, season. The fan hey, hey, just, just be aware, tattoo, tattoo removal hurts way worse than <laughs> actually getting the tattoo. Yeah. So may want to rethink that one. Don't be that much of a loyal no, fan. No, but I mean... <laughs> That's just what it comes down to, people. Yeah. You need to be honest. You need to be real. If it's in the entrepreneurial world, understand that your brand is your yeah. child, and that is huge. Mm-hmm. And if you're a parent, you have to understand you're making decisions for these kids. Not only are they affecting them, they're affecting those that they're around. Yeah. Okay. And you're doing this out of a personal uh, gain, right. you know, area, and no one's gaining anything yeah. at the end of the day. No one. It's a lose lose. For sure. I mean, the best thing you can do is just be supportive. Be supportive, be encouraging, but do it in a way to accentuate your child's strengths. God, yeah. God has given all these children's, uh, all these children purposes. Right. You know, when they show you and, and you see these strengths come out, try to build those up. Correct. I mean, this fake fandom thing. I mean, don't be one of those people that can be bought, and, and don't use these companies that could potentially just hurt your brand. At the end of the day, it's a loss for everybody. Right. Mark, there's there's one last thing because I do think, like we've said before, there's still a little meat on the bone for this topic. Oh. And something that you and I actually didn't talk about before the show that you know I 
I contemplated bringing in, and I think it does. It's a, it's a little different, but I think it applies. Um, you know, so at the very beginning of the show, you, you alluded that you're obviously a fan of Jesus. You know, yes. as, as am I. Um, and I think it's I think this is a very appropriate topic to talk about um, the the movement that we we did a few years ago. Um, at That's a, still going. That it's yeah. still going. That we did at a sports academy that we are a part of. Um, and that you supplied um, all the athletes and all of the, the, the youth ministry kids in that Bible study uh, with a wristband that said, not a fan. Correct. So can we kind of touch real quick on what that means for our viewers? Yeah, and once again, uh, I will not apologize for the topic we're on. I will apologize because you do not like sports references, but when you're working in a sports right. academy, that's how these kids understand. And a, and a big thing on this show we talk about all the time is, is in order to be applicable, you first have to be relatable. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're dealing with teenage minds. Yeah. Um, teenage minds, if you want them to do anything, it has to be real. Yeah. They have to have something they can feel and touch, especially in a generation where uh, faith is difficult mm-hmm. because um, everything that you want is at the tip of your fingers. Right. So now you're asking me to believe in something that I don't have at the tip of my fingers. Yeah. Um, but there is a movement. It's called Not a Fan. Um, it's, it's actually a fantastic, um, ministry. Um, you know, really it's a, um, uh, it's a whole series of videos online and you can look those up and the, the pastor does a fantastic job and what, what he's calling everybody to do. And it's something I think we should all do. And it does apply here. Yeah. Um, fandom is not a bad thing. Right. I mean, we're all fans of things. I'm fans of sweets. Yeah. I love sweets. Yes. Um, if, if we want to go that far, but where it turns into a negative is sometimes even though we are fans, we're actually not a part of the purpose. Yes. And we wear wristbands that are called not a fan. It just simply says not a fan and it's a topic grabber. Um, and that's what we want to do. Not only do we want to encourage our young men and women um, to be bold with their faith, um, but there's a reason why it, it is a topic grabber because if they're truly not a fan, they'll jump all over that conversation. Right. Uh, and my son actually just had an experience the other day, mm-hmm. um, and someone asked him, they said, what is not a fan? What are you not a fan of? And he said, he goes, I'm not a fan of Jesus. And he goes, the person was completely taken back because they didn't understand. <laughs> right. But he, he quickly moves to the message. He says, I'm his teammate. Mm-hmm. Um, because Christ does not call us to sit in the stands and watch. He does not call us to sit there and just awe at all the wonderful things he does like we do on a regular um, uh, whether it's an arena, whether you're sitting at home and just clap and cheer, mm-hmm. he wants us on the field with him. Yeah. He wants us on the field um, move, making the moves with him. He wants us doing the work with him. He wants us getting dirty with him. He wants us enjoying and sharing in the victories with him. Correct. And that is what it means not to be a fan. Yeah. Uh, and I think this kind of we get on this topic quite a bit about fandom right. um, because fandom is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, anymore, it's not authentic. And right. as a Christian, I want to be authentic as I can. I think that's another reason why you and I... Um, we're very open about our failures. Right. Um, we are not perfect men. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't sit here and tell you we're perfect men. We make mistakes every day. We sin every day. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I will not be a fan of Jesus. I, my goal is to be his teammate. Correct. Um, I want to be down there with him. And I think when you said, you know, fandom is, is dangerous, I think it really is dangerous. And a topic that we didn't touch, so we're not going to go into detail because we're running out of time. But I believe, you know, what true, you know, being a hardcore fan, what it can lead to yeah. is I- ideology. And oh, idling, absolutely. And yeah. idling someone. So I think um, having that, that firm Even you know, Christ structure, calls us not to create an idol for him. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 
So it's just, I, I think not a fan is a fantastic movement. Um, and you know, obviously we encourage all of our listeners and viewers to um, yeah. not be a fan of Jesus, guys, but to be a teammate of Jesus and yeah. actively um, be in the pursuit. And if you of don't what, know how to do that, reach called. out to us. Yeah. Reach out to us. It's not hard, people. We're not, we're not reinventing the wheel here. No. Um, the commands are simple. What he asks of us is simple. And really, um, it's just about being bold. Yeah. Um, it's about being bold and it's not about being ashamed. Um, you know, because I'll be honest, fear is a lie. You know, and we do. We get sucked into that fear, and I think uh, it's just yeah. That was a great topic you brought up, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because um, you know, f- there's nothing wrong with being a fan. Um, but like I said, there's limits to everything. Yeah. And ultimately, when we do become this fanatic, um, and we start getting into and into it too much, there is no gain. Yeah. There's nothing to gain. It's a lose lose for everybody. For sure. Yeah. No, that's good. Mark, do you have anything else for today? No, no. Um, I know we. Um, we have switched things around a little bit. So, I mean, I know we're excited. We got some definite movement. I'm super excited for the holiday season with Visionary Meals. Yeah, no doubt. Um, some, some exciting things coming up. Super exciting things coming up with Visionary Meals. And I know we've touched base on it too. I mean, if you guys like listening to us, you like seeing us, um, you think our product is a good product, which we totally believe it is, um, we can't take any credit for that. Right. Um, no. Lincoln Meekle, Tip, Tip Hat, Hat Media, um, just does amazing stuff with our content. And, uh, you know, you can find him on the Instagram. You can find him on his website, uh, tiphatmedia.com. He is the guy. He is. And if you're looking to take your company to a next level, um, that would be the guy to reach out to. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And no doubt, again, thank you, Serenity Homes, yeah. uh, for joining the show. We're excited to have you guys again. If you guys are looking for that home improvement, 740-390-8773. Um, that's the number. Get a hold of them, guys. So big things coming. We're excited to have them. And we look forward to getting to know them a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, again, deliberately linked. Uh, we are on, of course, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, guys. So, if yeah. you're looking uh, on what platform to watch or view uh, or listen to uh, this this show, uh, you can check out any of those platforms, of course, and, and obviously the future shows. Hit that subscribe button, guys, on iTunes, whatever it might be. Uh, throw us that. Throw us. Throw us your review. A five star, four star. Again, yeah, whatever. Click you on that little share. bell thing too, because as content comes out, then it'll like alarm it you. you I think. Know. Yeah, something like that. I'm That's learning. <laughs> Look at this guy. I love it. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, be authentic. Be authentic, guys. All right, fantastic. Delivery link. Signing out. Next time. <laughs>